0: Uh, all for Detroit sports and more. We even talk pizza. So, thanks for tuning in and uh, spread the word. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show
1: that gives you half-ass
0: sports fans giving their half-ass opinions.
1: And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to Sporty, number ninety-nine. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Ice Man. Ninety-nine. No discussion. We know who it is. Wayne Gretzky.
0: Couldn't find yes. sure. I'll go with that. More assists than anyone else ever had. He has even had
2: points. So yeah. I guess so, it's sure kind of fitting when we ran out of numbers. The great one has the last number.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, yeah, Aaron Judge, but he's got a ways to go before we start calling him that. So well, I mean oh, really? he's ninety nine
2: Edwards in yeah. uh,
0: NASCAR. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Warren Sapp wore 99, I believe, with the Raiders. He did.
2: My number 99, the greatest of all time, better than Gretzky,
0: Ricky Vaughn. <laughs> Wild thing. You make, I, you make my ass sting. Seeing ain't that damn important. All right. <laughs> with, with tiger blood and all. So let's just move into the, the story that broke literally a couple hours before we started recording this, which is the... I don't give a fuck if you're not from Detroit. I don't give a fuck if you're not a Lions fan. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> if we're going to talk Lions, I might have had a sip or two or something. I don't know. It's crazy. But uh, <laughs> apparently, in 1996, Matt Patricia was not just accused, he was arrested and charged with sexual assault. And the story, as far as I've read, is that the accuser basically refused, slashed, disappeared, trapdoored out of the fucking whole situation, and started to not cooperate with the prosecution. Which... So,
1: it, so like,
0: why are we talking
1: about it? Because of the, the whole... Because of the current climate, I guess? Okay, Especially come, in
0: so, Michigan, the
2: current climate...
0: You know what we're talking about, why we're talking about it. But the, the problem is, is that there's a 26-year-old student of Rensselaer Polytech, Polytechnic Institute. Says he was on spring break in South Padre Island, Texas, when the alleged assault occurred. Childs, or excuse me, charges were filed in the case. And Patricia and his friend, Greg Dietrich, were indicted by a grand jury of one count kind of aggravated sexual assault. But they were never tried in the case. Now, this is through Michael Rothstein. At ESPN.com, uh, to the, to speaking to the Lions organization, from Martha Ford to Bob Quinn, have all said we vetted him very well. We're very, we stand behind our choices him as a head coach. But there's also some. Apparently, we didn't find that. We had nothing, We had no idea about it. It's crazy. Um, I don't know what to believe as far as that goes. I find it very hard to believe that they're going to hand the reins of a of a millions upon millions of dollar money maker to someone that they didn't vet that well. Which makes I me agree, which makes me agree with you, Chris. Why are we talking about it?
1: I think they knew. It's it's kind of like an Ezekiel Elliott situation, right? Charged, not tried, never never convicted, nothing burger, but because uh-huh. of our the current climate where everything is sexual assault I guess we have to bring this up now
2: well look as a guy who's been accused of it before I was accused of it in 98 I was 18 the woman was 26 years old and to look at the woman and the look at me I mean ha- forcing her to have sex would have been easy but what ended up happening is she accused me of it and everything I got arrested went downtown everything and just like with Matt Patricia, if you look at it, I'm guilty as a motherfucker. I'm huge. She's tiny. It happened. It had to have. No, it didn't. This woman was married. Her two roommates knew that we had sex. Told her husband when he got back in town. She immediately said, no, 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 no. He raped me. Bitch, I was sleeping in your house till 1.30 in the afternoon the next day. If I raped you, call the cop.
0: Okay, wait a minute. Dead serious moment. Chris... Mark the fucking point in this. I've never heard this story. You sure you want to put this story out there? Oh, yeah, I do. Now, here's here's
2: the thing. I was never tried. I was never prosecuted. I went before a judge. She never showed up. She tried to convince her husband that I had raped her in a way to get out of being cheating on him. There's a lot more to the story about drugs and alcohol and all that, but bottom line is... She tried to say that I did it so she could get out of being che- cheating a cheater but never showed up in court just went away I've never I never even seen her again she had to be there for the charges to be pressed from at my arraignment it had been postponed three different times she never showed and then at the final time my lawyer said look we're here he's been here the whole time he has nothing to hide he's told everything She's not showing up. I I moved to have it dismissed. And it was dismissed. So for Matt Patricia, it could happen that way. To me. Because I've been a victim of that. Somebody saying, oh, he did it. And then just disappear. It could be that he did it and paid her off. You don't know how that shit goes down. But here's the thing. Yeah, but when he I was a
1: 21-year-old. He wasn't Matt Patricia doing England <laughs> <laughs> Patriot's defensive coordinator, then he's a 21-year-old college student.
0: right? He, and furthermore, furthermore, hold on.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on,
0: Earl. I, I'm, Please, yeah. hold on to that. Not only was he a 21-year-old college student, he was a 21-year-old college student going for a fucking, what? A degree in like, rocket science or whatever the fuck? It wasn't like he was a... I mean, let's be honest here. It wasn't like he was he was the quarterback for Michigan. <laughs> That's how Brady he was just the coach of him. (laughs) But no, seriously, I'm dead serious. Like, I mean, do you, do you, unless he was a superstar in the intellectual community, I highly doubt that there was a bunch of nerds and pocket protectors going, you know, if you talk, if you testify, something bad might happen to you. Like, well, hack your credit rating. I mean, I just, I'm. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that I, out there.
2: Right. My whole point behind telling and my story is is that shit happens. All too often in these day and age, you see Larry Nassar, you see Sandusky, you see Bill Cosby, you know, Tiger Woods, all of them that actually went through and did do what they were accused of doing.
0: Tiger Woods only uh, only fucked around on his wife. Let's take right. him out of the the, well, the, 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 the trifecta of suck that you brought up, though.
2: But all I'm saying is is in today's age, accusations are enough to fuck somebody's life up completely exactly. for the rest of their life. I am living proof, and I hope to God, Martha Ford and the and Bob Quinn and them are telling the truth. That Matt Patricia is going to be living proof that if you are falsely accused, it doesn't have to ruin your life.
1: Well, it won't. They, the story I sent you guys in the group chat pretty much said, like, yeah, it happened. We knew about it. We don't care. Right. He, he's so, he's going to coach me, the Lions. I,
2: I celebrate the hell out of that. Like I said, that's why I shared my story. Cause that shit happens too. I know it for firsthand. It does happen. Girls say that shit and then just go away, and you never see them. The never another day in your life. Here's that the problem. Does
0: happen. Here's the problem, guys. I agree with what you're saying, Earl. The problem is, is if some sort of activist decides to grab hold of this story and force it down the throat of the local media, you know there's people in the local media. Chris, you especially, you're in tune to the local Detroit media as I am with certain people that will run and grab this story and run with it and try to take it national. And We all know at this point an accusation is damn near as good as a conviction as far as ruining your career.
2: Right. But if Matt Patricia is in the exact same spot I am, and it sounds like he is, because like you said, she just went away. She told everything and then see ya. So if he's in the spot that I'm in where he knows 100% that shit didn't happen, it was just an accusation, and somebody in Detroit wants to take it and try to run with it, Men need to stop being afraid. We need to start suing for slander, defamation of character. If I'm right, and I know I'm right, and I'm at Patricia, I'm going to sue any news reporter, any anybody who wants to try to make this a huge story for slander
1: and put an end. But to it's this not. Shit. But it's technically not slander. They but are reporting us that. No, it's not. they are they're reporting on something that factually happened. He was accused of sexual assault. He was not convicted.
0: He was arrested. he was charged. he was it went before a grand jury. He was charged. the charges were dropped. That is fact. If they report those facts and only those facts, that's not slander. Right.
2: but I mean, how how would you take it and run with it with it? You can't
0: because yes, if you, you do. Do. yeah if you do it's it yes. You're bordering on slander. You're, It's the same... Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. I didn't expect we were going to get this deep into it. Thanks, Earl. Appreciate it. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Same way... Percent. Same way... Same way... That... When Little Caesars Arena opened up... And the opening act was Kid Rock... And people... Certain people in the Detroit media came out and said... This is dog whistle racism to have Kid Rock open little Caesar's arena because he's a undercover racist
1: but child rapist R Kelly is fine
0: and Chris That's and a- wife and woman beater Chris Brown is fine exactly. That's the type of people I'm talking about locally here in Detroit that could jump on this shit and make a problem for the Lions to the point where it becomes just like with Colin Kaepernick, just like with Michael Sam, it's just we don't want the distraction. If he, be, if it becomes a national outcry, which at this point, people who are waiting to fucking shit on sports as toxic masculinity and all that nonsense are just waiting in the wings for a story like this. This is the story that's ripe for the picking. That's what I'm getting at. Now you can disagree with that all you want, Earl. But I have facts on my side. You have your opinion. Your opinion means do, do. That's it, period. No, I, I agree with you, Rich. I really do.
2: And in, in today's society, like I, that's the whole point behind my, me sharing my story. Is In today's society, everybody wants to see somebody punished for sexual harassment of any kind. Sexual assault, anything. They want to see it, and if there's a slim chance that they can see it, oh, they're going to push. In my case, and it sounds like in Matt's case, there's no chance. There's nothing there. Now, you do it to me, I could just tell you to go get fucked and walk away. You do it to Matt, he's got enough money now that he can sue. I
1: hope Martha Ford tells everybody to fuck off.
2: I'm telling you, I hope to God she does. That's basically what I got from that article was, They came out and was like, we stand full behind our our pick for a coach.
0: The problem is, is that not even 20 years ago, if an act well, I take that back. Strike that from the record, your honor. Problem is, is, 20 years ago, we understood that people that make millions of dollars per year who are high profile people are easily, they easily are high profile targets. Somewhere in the last 20 years, it's become wrong to point that fact out. Okay, this isn't some CEO or, or, or some producer or director or agent who no one outside of the business knows their fucking name. This is someone who holds one of 32 very coveted jobs in the world. And my fear is, because I'm sorry, I, Chris, you know this. We've talked about it on, on Unregimented. Earl, we've been friends for, what, 23, 24 years. You know this about me as well. I'd rather side on, on, I'd rather 10 guilty people walk free than one innocent man spend a day in prison. True, true. You need to, you need to be, I'm sorry, you are innocent till proven guilty. I don't care what the charge is. He fucked a child. What proof do you have? How dare you ask that? Fuck you. That's not how this justice system works. Fuck you. How dare you ask me for the proof when you're the one who made the accusation? Fuck you.
2: That's how I feel. And see, in today's world, the high-profile people aren't getting away with it now, though. Back when Bill Cosby raped those women, it was all hush, hush, shh, shh, take some money. Now there's more money in telling the story than there is to shut up, and everybody seems to be getting hung out on it.
1: Anybody well, it, who paid
2: for it, anybody who who solicited it, it, it has now sexually harassed somebody.
0: Let's just realize for a split second here that it wasn't as hush-hush as you would like to make it out to be, Earl. And I'm going to back my, my statement up with the fact of what kicked off the entire Bill Cosby thing. Which one you could argue that kicked off the entire Me Too, Time's Up, reckoning, however you want to look at it. That we're in the middle of now is Hannibal Burris standing on stage and made a joke about it. Because, and you may ask yourself, who the fuck's Hannibal Burris? And if you do, you're obviously not a fan of comedy. But I'll forgive you if you do ask that question. But that was the spark, that was the catalyst for all of this with Bill Cosby. Because he had the balls to go on stage and make a joke about a very poorly kept secret in the comedy slash celebrity community and everything since then with bill cosby has been fallout from that joke that he made and here here is the problem and i almost wish todd was here for a second because todd well first of all it wouldn't take a second it'd be about 10 minutes of 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 him explaining what how he prophesied this but this it's only going to take one person being falsely accused to discredit Everyone who is rightfully accused. No, that, that, that is a true statement. And I mean, I have to be honest with you. If if I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of someone who's looking to get some shit started and stir the shit pot, with the very, and I admit, I totally admit this, this story broke a few hours ago. I literally heard it as I was pulling home from work. They were talking about it on 97.1. Everything they said they 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 prefaced 90 million times with this is we're just reporting the story that we've heard. We don't know any more facts besides what's in this one story. This is a pretty juicy story. By this time next week, we could be talking about a shitstorm, not just with the Lions, not just with Matt Patricia. We could be talking about a shitstorm in the in the, in in the national zeitgeist
1: all around. Yeah, it's maybe I don't know, because if you remember that stuff with Marshall Falk and a couple other guys, that shit showed up and went away real quick.
0: Because the NFL Network said, you're fired. Get out of here. Disappear. Mm -hmm. The Lions, unless they reverse themselves, don't seem to be wanting to go down that road.
2: Well, I mean, the Lions have more going on than just if they fire Matt Patricia, they got to not only get a new head coach, but the whole direction of the program has to change. And the draft already happened.
0: Free agency already happened. Earl, do you understand to 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 someone who's an advocate for sexual assault victims, that means exactly dick? They don't give a fuck about that.
2: Oh yeah, but I'm talking about from the Lions perspective, not from Me Toos and all that shit. Just from the Lions standpoint, if they were going to get rid of Matt Patricia they it way too late. Yeah,
1: yeah, who do yeah, who do you need that's that's actually a pretty good point Earl yeah, who do you get if you're the Detroit Lions and you do pull the trigger and go okay we don't want this he's gone who do you get who's left okay, but, but here's okay let me ask you this
0: question how long do you hold on to Matt Patricia if this becomes the left the left and their version of Colin Kaepernick uh,
1: I'm the wrong person to ask because I'll tell you it, it doesn't fucking matter if he wins no one will give a shit true we're far enough out from even fucking
0: the first preseason game to where they can put enough pressure on the Lions
1: to maybe they will fold. Actually, you know what? Here's how. Here's how we know that Patricia will be a dead man walking because it comes back to everything, like, like almost every issue we brought up on this podcast since it started. If revenue's affected they'll get rid of them. If season ticket sales start plummeting, they'll fucking get rid of them. But if the revenue isn't affected, they'll be like, yeah, yeah we stand by him. He wasn't convicted of anything. You know? Here's my
0: problem. Here's my problem with all this. The fact that whether revenue affected or not has become politicized is my issue. He was never convicted. He never even fucking went to trial over this. What does it fucking matter at this point? I, I, at least- I, I, I don't know if
2: I've been away from home for too long, but I just don't remember Detroiters
0: being that fucking easily led. No, the problem is it's going to turn into there's there's going to be someone, most likely coming from the left, who's going to turn this into a political issue. They're gonna they're going to forgive the fucking the phrase, but they're going to fist fuck identity politics, and this is men versus women, and this is the patriarchy and all this bullshit into this issue, whether we want them to, whether we want it, whether it needs to be there or not, they're going to do that. Yeah, I could see. And then uh, it's going to be Trump supporters go out and buy Lions season tickets, and the enlightened progressive ones boycott the Lions. And, it turns and don't go to the, to the football kids. games
1: anyway? <laughs>
0: that's 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 the one saving grace i'll freely admit that the people who would go fuck matt patricia i mean the vast majority of the ones who would go we're going to boycott the nfl you go who won the super bowl last year and give me your smartphone before you answer that question
1: can't use google now rich i do i can see some people coming down from mount Pius and playing the whole oh the lions knew and they hired him anyway what kind of culture are they promoting over there? That, you know, I I could see that happening. That's part of that's part of rape culture. Yep, and the patriarchy in it.
0: See, you're tracking. You're picking up when I'm laying down, man. Uh, we both are,
2: but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards what Chris said. He wins. Ain't nobody gonna give a shit. You can scream. On TV forever that
0: he was accused of something. I don't give a fuck. Here's the thing, guys. He hasn't won shit as a head coach yet. He's not established. This isn't Bill fucking Belichick. It's a Belichick. He's a Belichick. Shut up and listen to me. He's a Belichick disciple. These people who want to fucking tear down this shit. See, might see and smell blood in the water. It's a chance to tear a guy down before he can become invincible because his win-loss record is over 500. Do you not see that? Do you not understand how these type of people work? And this, just, and this isn't an attack necessarily on just the left. This, fuck necessarily. This isn't an attack just on the left. This is an attack on people who politicize every fucking thing. First of all, rape should never be politicized. It's a fucking disgusting, horrible thing that's like, what, right underneath murder as one of the worst things a human being can do to another human being, period. End of story. If you have an interior dialogue disagreeing with me, it may stop now, period. The problem is, is that when it's trivialized because of shit like this, What happens if they dig this woman up and throw her on TV and she starts fucking bawling and crying and he raped me and I was scared to come forward and oh, can you, I don't care about who's right, who's wrong, who's lying, who's telling the truth. Can you imagine the shit storm that's going to ensue?
1: Yeah, but the other, uh, I'll play devil's advocate. You weren't scared enough to get him indicted, but when it came time to go to court, you fucking vaporized
0: Yeah, well, I also, I'm going to play the devil's advocate and say you got fucking 18, 19 years of law and order SVU telling us that most rape cases don't make it to trial because people don't want to relive the trauma and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And while that's the absolute truth, the problem is if there's a bullshit accusation, they can use that truth to cloak themselves in, to claim that's why they didn't come forward. And I don't even know if the statute—I don't—I don't—I don't know the statute limitations on this case. But if they've run out, then motherfuckers are free to run wild with it. The only thing to stop them would be Earl, what you brought up, hitting someone with a fucking slander or defamation of character lawsuit. That's it. That'd be the only thing to stop them.
1: I mean, I, too. It's tw- the other thing is it's twenty-two years old. Like it's, and, and really, to to to. Play more devil's advocate to these, you know, to our hypothetical SJWs, or to come out of the woodwork. Wouldn't you want to go after the organization that employed him for like a decade and a half before he's been with the Lions for two months, three months? Maybe start there. You know, that's where really, that's where I see the. When you talk about blood in the water, Rich, that's where I really see it. Like, because the blood could lead to Boston.
0: I understand, and I, I totally agree with you. But here's 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 what I think. I think that there would be someone that's going to stand up in this hypothetical SJW meeting and say that. And then you're going to have someone in the back slowly put a hand up and say, why go after the Lions? Why go after the Patriots? Let's go after the NFL and take the whole fucking thing down. It's a cultural yeah. rape. Uh,
1: I'll it's tell them, good culture. luck. They're, they're a billion. They, they, they make billions of dollars a year and can afford the lawyers for that. Have fun that's I, what I tell that person
0: I absolutely agree with you but we know these people love to put themselves as the David in a David and Goliath situation for whatever reason they want to be the underdogs no not for whatever reason because human nature for the most part is to root for the underdog and they love to put themselves in that. Belichick loves to place a fucking chip even if he has to invent it on his shoulders on his team's shoulders and they 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 they've been front running since 2002. Yet he will make sure to fucking play the yep, you're the underdogs. Us us put upon Patriots. That's that's yeah. I hope. I hope for for once in 2018 when you look at the facts of this, we go, "Hmm, nothing came of it." And move the fuck on. Sadly, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be a shitstorm. I really hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't become one. But I think there's going. No, this is not. This is not a blip on the twenty-four hour fucking news cycle, and then it's over with. I think this is going to be here for longer than 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 it needs to be. That's just my gut. Yeah, cause I,
1: Yeah, no, with you because I'll bet you. Uh, I'll bet you twenty bucks within the next forty-eight hours. We know this chick's name.
0: Mm-hmm. I bet you we see a crying face on TV with her name in front of it. I'll go that far. I, I just, that's, just, that's, that's the world we live in, guys. It's the world we live in. The fact. Let me give you an example. Steve Bartman has to work to stay out of the media. If he didn't work to stay out of the media, we would see pictures of Steve Bartman eating lunch, going to work, coming from work, buying cat litter, because that's the way the world works these days. He has to, and that was twenty a, years ago. He has to make a conscious effort to stay out of the media to this day. What's that I tell you?
2: Hey, Rich, I got your answer.
0: Statute limitations
2: in many states uh, don't have a, a limitation; you can bring it whenever. But in thirty-four different states, the statute limitation ranges from three to thirty-four years. With that Ma- Texas' Chris's case? He happened in Texas. It has a statute of limitation of 10 years on any count. First, second, third, and fourth degree.
1: So then I would want to ask this person, what's the point? What's the point of doing this now? He can't even be tried for it anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't be tried. You had a chance to show up in court and you didn't. What, what is What is the point of bringing this up 22 years later? Yeah, the fact Besides that accused... Besides maybe character never assassination. It. Right. Or is this another way or, or, or is this? God damn it! Here we market half hour in. Is this is this just another way? Is this another way for ESPN to get some eyeballs on their site, on their TV shows? Because that's where the story I would tell you guys came from. Well, they can't talk all, about race anymore, so they'll jump in on this.
0: We all know what what ESPN's political bent is because of. Mickey right up top. So I, uh, to me, at that point, game, it, it, enough said. Until we have anything else. At this point, we're literally just fucking spitballing what may, what could have. Until and until next week, we're sitting here doing episode one hundred. We don't know how how deep this shit's gonna go. Yeah, I just you. know that I I just know that I know one thing. I'm gonna drive home. It was talk about Stan Van Gundy. Then all of a sudden it came back from commercial break and the entire tone of the of, of the host on the sports talk channel changed and he goes at the top of the hour we're going to cover a breaking story that i just read and i'm not really sure how to even bring it up that tells me everything i know <laughs> read it i need to know <laughs> but, but that tells me everything i need to know that's the world we live in he's afraid to read the article because no matter what He's going to be attacked. Period. Because there's those people that are going to get angry at him for being the one that broke the story on 97.1 FM.
1: Well, can't isn't the way in twenty eighteen? You just say fake news. You change the channel. What you do now?
0: Sure, I guess. <laughs>
1: well, what fake, isn't fake, fake news,
2: news. is this coach that Detroit doesn't like is Stan Van Gundy. So
0: <laughs> say- yeah, which Chris had a good point. We totally missed the boat on that one. Here, especially for two of us living here in Detroit, because...
1: Yeah, they they came out with the whole, he's our guy, we stand by him, blah, 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 and within a week, see him. Yeah.
0: The minute they said, he's our guy, we stand by him, we should have started the fucking clock. Now...
1: Which, good. He's given us four years of mediocrity. Thanks for nothing.
2: Yeah, you should have went to the playoffs with, uh,
1: Was that anything but a fucking, please come see
0: us, grab... No. Did they really think he was going to lead that team. Come on!
1: Fuck no. That's that's what I was he's telling a- people. That was that was to get butts in the seats in that new arena. That is strictly what that move was for. He's a one. He's a one on the
0: Pistons. He's a fucking third shooter on a goddamn fucking good team, and we're supposed to get excited about that? Really? But th- that's there. You go. That's the middle of the pack teams. That's how they. That's how they keep you interested these days.
2: He was third on the Clippers behind Jordan and uh, CP3.
0: And the Clippers? Where would you rank the Clippers against the the, the Pistons
1: this year? Uh, Clippers are back to being shit. You know, they had what a few they had a They had a few years where they were relevant. Clippers are back to being the Clippers of my youth.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: What LA has another basketball team?
0: Say it ain't so. Well. I mean, are is anyone is anyone on this podcast shocked? No, no. I'm I'm I, shocked he he lasted four years. I, I almost I almost wish we had fucking Freddy the Pizza Guy's fucking number so we can call and go. Are you shocked? Because I swear to God, I I, I thought this should have happened last year in the off season. But that's just me.
1: Well, you know, it's it's, it's probably Goris giving him one more chance in the new in the new arena.
0: And on top of that, let's okay, let's talk about Gorris. It's time for him to sell this fucking team. All right. All you do is show up and fucking give away t-shirts and then go back to wherever the fuck you came from. You don't give a fuck about this team. Bill Davidson built the motherfucking palace with his own money. So much he cared about this fucking team. You haven't done shit. You bought the team. The team is now worth more than what you bought it for. Sell it. Make your profit. Move the fuck on. Let's get this team into the hands of someone or an organization who actually gives a shit about them winning.
1: Yeah, who wants to win. Just doesn't want to own a basketball team. None of the moves Goris has made shows that he wants to win. Blake Griffin was purely, you know, it was again, you know, we we were were talking about it all for the last six months, you know, both the wings and the Pistons. Wrong season to pick a a, to open a new arena because that you know that arena was fucking empty. So, yeah. Right yeah. there with you. Yeah, do something. And, and Blake Griffin was, I mean, it's, you know, I called it Iceman. It, it, it was purely, it was to get people in, and it worked for a month. Yeah, you did. It worked for a month. It got people in the, at Pistons games for a month. You know, it it, it got some jersey sales going. Well, but yeah. I mean, other than that. In a city where you had the bad boys and the go-to-work
2: Pistons, you you start, you get a big, quote, all-star and you and you get that feeling again that maybe it's gonna jumpstart something, and then you know a couple a couple of games go by, a month or two go by, and you're like, nope, same shitty team. Great. It's like it's yeah, ironically it's just like Major League, the Cleveland Indians. Now they still suck. Who the fuck? Well, are these it's funny
1: guys? that that <laughs> you made the jump to a fictional baseball team because honestly it's kind of like what the Tigers are kind of doing with Cabrera. Hey, we still got Cabrera. Yeah, and you have broken down, sunsetting. We, go, we have Cabrera. Old and busted. <laughs> Yeah. Busted. We need the new hotness. Not the Holden yeah. Busted. Cabrera ain't going to... The, the, the window for Cabrera to help you win a World Series has been hit, not only slammed shut, it's been nailed shut, painted shut. Bricked the, over. That, that, yeah, exactly. Man, this show's so, going to be the show of all the fucking movie quotes. <laughs> I know, right? But, so, so, I mean, now that we have lost Stan Van Gundy, who do we get? <laughs> who's even out there? Is there anyone who's going to be free after this season that would even be worth it? All right. Yeah, Cricket. Nobody.
2: Yeah, uh, exactly. Maybe uh, the Sixers coach, perhaps. Yeah,
1: he might be looking for a job after tonight. Or the
2: Raptors. The frick, they
1: going to lose. Yeah. like. No, the, the Raptors coach will keep his game. They were like the best team in the league. For the second half of the season, that guy will keep his good. That guy always keep his job. He may be on the hot seat, but he ain't losing his gig. But yeah, we'll see with the Pistons. Is there really any more to say about Van Gundy? I mean, I still have
2: Vista, baby. Yes. I don't know.
1: What do you do? <laughs> Thanks for yeah. stopping by. Exactly. But while we're on the NBA, let's talk about the let's talk about the failing Cleveland Cavaliers, Iceman i got to go to the
2: bathroom. I'll be back in an hour or so. You guys go
1: ahead. 4-0. Oh. They <laughs> swept him. After a seven-game series, they fucking swept him. And I know you love to hate him, but somebody put up... Uh, I saw it, uh, one of the sports websites. I want to say it was CBS. But somebody put up stats comparing LeBron to Jordan at this exact point in their career. LeBron is either beat oh. Jordan... He's matched him, or he's going to beat Jordan in most of the stats, except championships, Okay, I'm, which is the big one that even, matters.
2: I'm not going down the road again of Jordan and, and LeBron. I ain't. It just ain't going to happen
0: that
1: way. Jordan's Here's better. the point. That's Here's it. the problem.
0: Here's yeah. the problem. Here's the problem. You say, Jordan's better. You're never going to convince me otherwise. That's where I cut you off and go, well, then your opinion's absolutely useless. Okay. Yeah. It's, no. No. You say okay. All you want? You are useless in your opinion. Why? Because you say never. Never. Rich, you
2: can't you can't compare Jordan and LeBron? No. It's two different Stop. leagues. Bro. Stop. No Stop.
0: Stop. 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 Is LeBron the best player of his generation? No. Yes. End of okay. end of discussion.
2: No, he's not. Out of his generation, uh-huh. who's better than him? Steph Curry is better than him.
0: Uh, He's not. He's uh, not of his generation.
1: Steph Curry's not in his generation. Steph Curry came in the league like fucking ten years uh, after LeBron. Uh, Dwayne Wade is better than him.
0: Ooh. So you would you would at, at at both their prime you would you would start fuck their prime at both of their rookie years if they started the same year you would take you would draft would Dwayne Wade for LeBron
2: in a heartbeat. LeBron James is very athletic. He has been his whole life. He's a great basketball player. Amazing at times. And in this playoffs, for whatever reason, however he did it, you you see just the resurgence of the you know rookie year of him. It wasn't even this good. The guy has it. He can do it. He really can. He's on a team Okay, look, in a yeah. locker room, he's training to do some explaining, go ahead. <laughs> He's a cancer in the locker room. If things don't go his way, he whines, bitches, and moans until he gets his way. He is not a team player. Let me ask you a
0: question. Go. Stop right there with what you just said. Let's deal with what you just said and only what you said just now. Is that because he's that bad of a cancer, or is it because he's a victim of his time? Because Jordan didn't have social media a, a fucking ESPN studio in everyone's pocket via their, their fucking smartphone. We didn't know what went on behind the scenes. Jordan was sacrosanct. We could not talk about anything negative about him without the NBA coming down like the hammer of God on anyone who dared do it in sports media, including his very ill-advised time in the fucking minors of MLB. That should have been a joke. It was a joke. He was a joke. And it was treated with reverence because it was Michael fucking Jordan. And we didn't know any better. All we knew was the public persona that was put forward by the NBA, by Jordan's handlers, by the Bulls fucking handlers, and that's it.
2: You know what, Rich? You make a hell of a point that I've never thought about. When it comes to Michael Jordan, we never seen a basketball player like that. The things he did on a court were just astounding. It, a pioneer in the 90s, no doubt. It was something to behold, but nobody had ever seen it. So you're right that they came, they came with the Jordan rules, not just on the court, but off the court as well. 100% right. I never looked at it that way, and thank you. I'm being completely serious. When you talk about LeBron, he also does things that are just outside of belief sometimes with some of the jams and and things that he does. But with social media and today's you know climate, if you will, he isn't untouchable. He's put out there on a pedestal all by himself, and people like me go, you know, there, go ahead, take a shot. He's standing right there.
0: I will say this: there, there are very few players that change the face of of any sport, and I would say that Wilt Chamberlain came in and changed the face of the NBA changed how the, the, the game was played, the game was viewed. But we never knew all the fucking dirty like peccadillos about Will Chamberlain until he put him out in his own book to make money. I don't think Jordan's ever gonna be so hard up on money, he's gonna fucking write a tell-all book. But now, slowly but surely, 20 years after his last fucking championship, 20 years after he's relevant, we're starting to get stories about how he's a degenerate gambler. A fucking person who never stayed faithful to his wife—basically the type of person you really wouldn't want to be friends with because he would probably fucking fuck your wife and then collect a paycheck on on the fact that he bet that he could fuck your wife. And that's but and if we knew that about Jordan in his prime, we would we would look at him differently. Purely on what you see on the basketball court, I will say this. Jordan Chamberlain. It's hard. It's hard for the '80s for me because there was a bunch of players that changed the game collectively, oh, and, they weren't, yeah. and they weren't on the same team. No, uh-uh. you know, Bird, Magic, Bird, Magic Bird, Elijah Wood, you know, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Thomas. You know, fuck the Bad Boys. Period. Mahorn and 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 uh, 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 John Sally. Those guys changed. The rules of the NBA just be, by going out there and playing the way they fucking were taught. They, they just play. I don't know if LeBron has changed the face of the NBA. He walked into a changed culture that benefited him. But I can't keep, and I've I shit on LeBron. I shit on LeBron last episode. The truncated fucking 40-minute episode. I was right there with you. I do agree. He's soft. I don't think he would have the career he had back in the day, the way he plays now. But here's the point: he has to play the game as it is now, and as it is now, this man has had a hell of a career. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer. I agree to
1: that. He is playing out of his mind in the fucking playoffs,
0: and you what have to thing whether is- you whether whether you want him there or not. There is an argument that he is in the top five players ever. Now, whether you agree with that or not, there's an argument to be made and a counter-argument to be made. That's the point. That's what I'm getting at. So this whole Jordan versus LeBron shit, what it really needs to do is it needs to end. It needs to stop. You're comparing apples to oranges. You're comparing... You're comparing the dead ball era versus the live ball era. Ty Cobb to Babe Ruth. You're comparing two completely different players in two completely different eras what needs to happen now is we need to look at what he's doing in the playoffs right now and Chris, oh, in
1: the playoffs he's kicking Jordan's ass he's kicking right now. everybody's ass no 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 no
0: see Chris you asshole you just fucking tr- stop undoing what I'm doing <laughs> fuck Jordan fuck Jordan Jordan's a meme to the people who grew up with LeBron at this point. Mm -hmm. That's it. What is he doing right now in the playoffs? He's dominating. And for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. Indiana took him to seven games. I agree. It shouldn't have happened. Maybe Indiana's better than we're giving him credit for. If Indiana didn't draw Cleveland in the first round, we might be talking about Indiana meeting Cleveland in the fucking conference finals. Now it's Ricky Why Rubio hurt, but I get your point. Do you see what I'm saying? Why can't we have that conversation? No, it's always going to be LeBron did or didn't do something. Well, you well, know the,
2: he did? The thing I was thinking, Rich, where I was heading with the different era is I always give LeBron shit because he has to have friends. He had to have D-Wade. He had to have uh, Kyrie Irving. He had to have this. He had to... Totally his team in the middle of the fucking season this season. But so did Jordan. I I I don't know why I admire Jordan for doing it. Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I admire Jordan for doing it because there wasn't all this bullshit around him that LeBron brought. I need help.
1: But have you been have you been paying attention to the fucking playoffs? LeBron has put the calves on his back. No, I got you. I got help. you.
2: But it, it's just one of those things that you know. Rich is kind of. I've seen the Enlightenment, you know, and I've been enlightened, and I'm just like, wow.
0: Jordan. I still think, I still think I, you're being sarcastic, but okay. I, I,
2: no, no, dude, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to be like, ah, fuck him anyway. No, I'm not. I'm 100% serious. Jordan had a carousel of people go through the Bulls in the 90s. A carousel. All, all the way from, you know, Luke uh, Walton. What was it? Luke Walton? All the way down to Bill Cartwright, Kerr, uh, Kerr, Paxton, BJ Armstrong. I mean, I could do this all night. I really can. And by the way, real quick,
0: real quick, two. He also had two Hall of Famers first ballots with him. Right.
2: So, if if I'm an NBA player, why would I not want to stay on the Bulls and win with Jordan all of these years? I would. But the fact that he kept having a carousel of players go through was it. The same problems that LeBron faced today, or was it people that just got big with Jordan and went and got paid somewhere else? I, and well, like you said, Rich, he'll never be hard up for money. We'll never know. Did he just keep it behind closed doors and was like Phil, rid of that motherfucker, give me somebody else? It, it, we'll never know. But it's a hell of a point that you you've put in my head. Like I always give LeBron shit for wanting help and crying about team and. But Jordan had a carousel of fucking people.
0: Uh, I will say this, okay? We just passed the anniversary of Alan Iverson's whole practice speech, okay? And the reality of the practice speech versus how we look back at it are two different things. The reality is... He just buried one of his childhood best friends that was killed. That's why he missed the game. Or the, excuse me, the practice, okay? He couldn't come out and say that. Because he knew, and and, and Iverson was the type of person that he wasn't going to put that on his friend's death. So he went out there and handled it the, the only way he knew how. We're talking about fucking practice. Not the game I go out there and bleed for. Not the game I go out there and I'm fucking playing amongst giants yet I'm dominating them. Not that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about practice. I missed a practice. Get the fuck out of my face with that. I was burying my best friend. That's lost in history. What's re- remained in history is his rant with no context. We also just passed the anniversary of Iverson dropping 58 in the playoffs. But, see, we won't talk about that because we're talking about practice. See what I'm getting at? It's all... It, it, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I can put it any better than what I just put it. And I, at this point, I'm just talking the talk. I'm sorry, guys.
2: No, no, you're good. You're good. No, it, it, I, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being 100% real. LeBron James is a great basketball
0: player. He always has been. Let me ask you a question. If for whatever reason he wore a Pistons jersey. He'd be a favorite player.
2: I, I don't like LeBron James, the person. I would not buy a Pistons jersey with his name on it.
1: Okay, so, well, I, I mean, got you. I mean, no, hold Rich, on. Rich knows it's, there's plenty of musicians that we love that are fucking shitheads. We can separate the art from the person. yeah, You kind of kinda do the same thing with LeBron. Like, yeah, trust me, Like, I was bitching you guys last week that I wanted, you know, I had beef with them. Because his whole thing, when he was talking about at the end of the the Pacers series, like, I'm just tired. I want to go home. I was like, nice leadership, dick. Why don't you fucking go home then? Like, if I was on your team, I'd be pissed at you. But at the same time, you can't argue with the guy's performance, man. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's the best player of his generation. But
2: here's the thing, though. If you want to put it that way, Rich, when I met him, had a guitar with some initials on it. And I was like, who the hell is that? And he introduced me to Stevie Ray Vaughan (SRV) on his guitar. Now, if there was a musician that Rich just absolutely could not stand, the person—fuck—if he could like the music or not, but couldn't stand the person, I have a hard time believing that Rich would have a guitar with the initials
0: of this guy. Well, let's put it this way: uh, I, I, can, dude, I can name the—I can name the—I can name the person I can't stand. And I can name you the guitar, and it's a Gibson Birdland played by fucking Ted Nugent. And here's my problem with that. I don't like fucking hollow bodies. I don't like Ted Nugent, but I'll tell you this. Ted Nugent should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ted Nugent, maybe not a first ballot. Maybe not a first ballot. But he should be at the the moment we're talking. He should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why? Because Ted Nugent came out during the... He started playing... And he came to prominence during the time of Jimi Hendrix. And he stayed relevant on the charts and in guitar playing through the time of Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen, and he finally, like most, like a, well not most, but like a lot of guys who played his style, he died during the fucking basically the grunge era. The grunge era put the last, the final nail in his coffin. That motherfucker went from emulating. Chuck Berry, to if you listen to the solo, I'm coming in by the damn Yankees, emulating eight finger tapping what was relevant at the time. He evolved to stay relevant.
1: Even squeaked out a hit in the 90s with
0: Fred Bear.
2: (laughs) My question is, Rich, you don't like Ted Nugent,
0: right? As a person, no. Uh, I mean, I don't know him as a person. I don't like his politics. As a person, I might get along with him. I probably would, honestly. He likes to eat meat. He likes to hunt. I just don't like to... If I'm going to hunt, I'm going to hunt to eat meat. I'm not going to hunt to put a trophy on the wall. So I don't know if I like him as a person. I honestly don't. I don't like his politics. I don't like a lot of what he says. I think he he revels in the bombast to the point of absurdity, but that's just my opinion.
2: Back to your question, no. I would not buy a LeBron James jersey. Just because I don't like the person,
0: My let me player, get here.
2: I'm going to celebrate the fuck that he's on the Pistons, and and we might go to the NBA finals again. Here, That'll be it. Though no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't buy his
0: jersey. Earl, I can't believe you missed this one. You missed the perfect. You missed the perfect athlete, but you went musician. Ty Domi. <laughs> it's the perfect fucking athlete to throw at me. If Ty it Domi... If Ty Domi, for whatever reason, ended up on the Red Wings instead of Joey Kosher when they won their first cup in 97, or 96, 97, would I have a Ty Domi jersey? Fuck no, I wouldn't. Fuck that D looking motherfucker. No, you would You'd put
2: on your Probert jersey backwards and go to the fucking game and stand up against glass and go, right here, bitch. Right yep. here. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: But you know what? Hey, motherfucker was one of the best enforcers that ever fucking laced him up. Yeah, I was. can take it. I can never take that from him. If for whatever reason, Patrick Waugh, in the t- twilight of his career, oh, instead, oh. Of, instead of Hasek, had ended up on the Red Wings, and Patrick Waugh backed him to that 2002 Cup win no. instead of Hasek, I, I would still hate Patrick Waugh. But I would have still fucking been downtown drinking fucking, at the Detroiter, drinking cheap beer out of a fucking fake fucking Stanley Cup with a bunch of people I don't know. I probably picked up Hepatitis Z from. That's I what I'm saying.
2: Now see, if Belfort would have got to the, to the Red Wings, I'd have bought every fucking jersey that the Red Wings had. Away jersey, the home jersey, the color jersey, the practice jersey. The, I was drunk one night in Jersey, the, I would have bought it
1: all. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey hockey guys, let's finish the NBA playoff discussion. Sorry, my bad, my bad. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah, okay, Cleveland. I you know, I I had to poke at you, ice, man, with that one. But you know the other thing I'm gonna poke at you on. Philly, I huh? Did. Right. One game. They right. won one fucking game. Over Boston. They were gonna come out of the <laughs> east. They they were the they were the Cavalier killers according to you Ice Man.
2: Dude, the East
1: is what the fuckins. No, the East isn't what the East is. The East is nice. Try super teams. You have the same two teams in the fi- conference finals this year. Hey, good job Pacers. Good, you know, like yeah. In my that super my team bullshit did not work the in the
0: East. In my day to day travels, I, I run into a a certain gentleman who works uh, at a gas station. And we talk sports. And he's a baseball, hockey, football fan. And I walked in tonight, and he's watching basketball. And he goes, I can't get into it. I was like, why? He's like, why the fuck don't they just have Cleveland and Golden State and just put them in a fucking, like, best of 15 and call it a fucking day and just fuck the rest of the playoffs?
1: Because keep an eye on Boston, man. Boston is Boston is playing going to work Pistons basketball. Out like tonight over. they, tonight they had uh, what three or four guys in double figures. Like that's just they they are playing they are playing a solid team game, and they're and without their superstar. Any and I love, love. Did, did, you see uh, what the other night uh, Joel Embiid popped off about Rosier? Talked about he, he couldn't get up in my face because he's too short. I mean like man he's making you look like a bitch for three games. You are to talk shit to him. Seriously, and and then he what? Uh, what was it? The final play uh, of the the game tonight? Uh, Rosier stripped the ball from him, which I thought was fucking hilarious. I I just the- I like, yeah, talk that shit. I'm gonna go play in the Eastern Conference Finals. You have fun playing golf. My I, I
2: can't, I can't wrap my mind around what's going on in the East because nobody
1: saw this shit coming. Nobody. Uh, Basketball bracket. I fucking totally saw this shit coming. What are you oh, talking Chris? about? You got lucky. And-
0: wait, oh, oh, oh! Wait, <laughs> this. Wait, is fucking. Yeah. Okay. All right. No. See, no. First, if you mean that, oh, hold on a sec. If you mean that, fuck you for real. I, I mean, I, 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 I thought. that was, I, was a Okay. Okay. I was gonna say because if you mean that, when we see each other again. We can go round five or six, or how many ever times we've ever threw hands, and who has a heart attack for the other one, and that's who we know wins. Because fuck that. Chris actually called that shit. Don't dismiss his shit. I don't no. dismiss your picks as lucky. No,
2: I, I absolutely, you did call it. I, I I, couldn't even fathom how you got there, because there was no signs of, of any of that. Because like you said, the, the Celtics are playing go-to-work Pistons basketball. Out of nowhere. We talk about the Celtics, were the, no the Celtics
1: were the best. the Celtics were the best team in the league for the first half of the season, and then the second best team in the league for the second half of the season. What do you mean you didn't see that shit coming,
0: Chris? I gotta ask you a question. What's your national? What's what's your national or uh, you know your nationality? Your origin is it Lebanese?
1: Yes, and French. Other way is it where I'm supposed to say American? I don't know. I was I was gonna say, I was gonna I was hoping that. I,
0: I was hoping there would be something that would lend itself to like Negro Damas, but leather Damas <laughs> doesn't work as well. So that's how he <laughs> saw that shit coming. That's how he saw that shit coming.
2: <laughs> no, no, Chris, you're right. They were, but they lost all of their players to injury.
1: And he told you this was gonna happen even though I Yeah, he did. He <laughs> take did. back. Run it back. <laughs> <laughs> because Dude, there's another thing we we there's another we thing got, that all three of us never really bring up with the NBA that is a factor coaching okay
0: real quick we have melted ice that's earl and we have the new ice man and hey, that's there you go
1: there you go chris you, just, you stay stand for that earl you take that lane hey, down hey
0: i, I
2: gotta I, you knocked me down in, in the fucking nba dude yeah well, we're I, talking NBA. Hey, we got
0: melted ice and we got cool as ice so <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm badass ice but that's all right I, I got like three out of four sports anyways <laughs> <laughs> this is this was one of my strong suits i i swear to you i i saw the sixers coming and beating boston's st- no problem i no nobody saw cleveland going seven games with indy nobody saw toronto losing it just
1: this whole thing is just like what the fuck and the other thing that why i picked up is experience what sixers ain't been to the playoffs since fucking Iverson was with him. Pacers um, ain't been to the playoffs since fucking Reggie Miller was with him.
0: Hello be his, will be his name. Hello <laughs> <laughs> be Iverson's name. <laughs> trusting the trusting process. Yeah. Come on. No, but hey, but you know what? Look. All bullshit aside, dude. I, uh, I had I, I had a feeling about Boston for no good reason. So, maybe I need to buy a lottery ticket. Like, if you, you remember, I didn't fill out my bracket because I just didn't give a fuck. Well, no, actually. Uh, I, the power was out or some shit. I, I no, There was a legit reason why I didn't fill out my bracket before the game started. And I was like, well, they've already started, so I'm not going to fill out the rest of it. So, fuck it. Whatever. But I was, but when Chris said that, I was like, uh, I think Boston can, can go a lot farther than you're giving them credit for. That's because that's a fucking... That's, that is a... Lunch pail, hard hat. I don't want your excuses. I don't care if our fucking star players sitting there in a fucking Armani suit instead of on the court. You're going to win this game. And yes, that does go back to coaching. That's why, that's why, I'm sorry, I have to interject this. That's why a coach like Jim Harbaugh is a wannabe elite coach. Because he will talk about the weather, his starters were injured, Whereas D'Antonio goes in the fucking shoehorn and wins the fucking game with a backup quarterback. One accepts excuses, the other doesn't. Period. Coaching will win you Boom. the close games. And that hurts my heart so bad to say. <laughs> if you know this podcast, you know it hurts me to the very depths of my balls to say that. But it's the truth.
1: And really, for the East, just who's gonna go lose to Golden State? Quite honestly. Well. Any surprises in the West? Bullshit. Golden State's gonna roll over the Rockets. Think so? Yes. Golden State, dude. They're they're so deep. Even Steph Curry, like a half Steph Curry, they're still deep. They are deep with talent. They are gonna roll over the Rockets.
2: All right. I agree. I haven't picked over the Rockets. It's just I don't think it's going to be easy because as much as LeBron James is killing it and kicking people's ass and taking names, so is
1: James Harden. Yeah, the problem is there isn't like seven of James Harden because that's pretty much what Golden State is. Yeah, I agree. The only thing I'll say
0: about Harden and uh, ultimately the Rockets is if I'm if I hurt if I'm once again because I'm this huge of an NBA fan. I'm sure I got this quote right. Someone asked Harden about, you know, your path to the finals. And basically he said, we don't care who's there. We didn't wish for anyone. We didn't wish for someone not to make it. You're in our way. We need to go through you, period. If that's his attitude, this is going to be a dogfight.
1: Yeah. See, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just of the mindset, uh, you should care with with the team you got coming up. Like you should really fucking care.
2: It, okay, it but care that that they had, you know, a lot of words to say about <laughs> who they were playing and and everything. Uh, Draymond Green after winning the series Draymond Green said it.
0: Thank you. That's the person not yeah, Harden, but Dray- Green.
2: Draymond yeah, Draymond Green was interviewed and he they were asked they asked him about, you know, the Houston Rockets and some of the comments that were made by Houston. And Trayvon Green said, you can say what you want. The game still has got to be played. And left it at that, I was like, oh, shit. Somebody's not look, coming to dance.
1: Look, here's the exactly.
0: deal. Chris, Chris, I agree with you that you need to prepare for the opponent in front of you. But there's a point when you're getting into a, a physical fight where if you look at the person's face and you punch the person in the face, you might do some damage. But there's a point where if there's a target behind their face and you punch through their face to hit that target, you're going to lay them the fuck out. That's what I'm getting at. And if Houston has that attitude, this could be a dogfight. That's all I'm saying. But apparently, I just got my point got shit on because it was Draymond Green that said that. and He's on fucking Golden State. So. Yeah,
2: and not just but that. I him they're, too. They're, you should care. You should care. You, no one should be making that statement. But- there's also a point in a fist fight when you hit somebody and they just look at you like, you fucked up. You know you fucked up, right? At that point, you're just screwed. And that's where I think Houston's heading.
0: At that point, you start grabbing a lamp and shoving the electrical end yeah. in there Up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And then there's and, then, and, then, and then there's the person who just got a lamp shoved into him's like a girlfriend in the corner going, In Novi we just talk about it. We don't do it, we talk about it. Long story, folks. Long story. Podcast but, for
1: how many people were there? Twenty? And none of them listened to us. So yeah, good. Great. Well, I mean, we could go from uh one uh, set of playoffs that's playing out uh, pretty much how we thought it was, to another set of playoffs. Oh my god, thank Man. Thank you, Ice Man, dude. I swear to God, I, if if if
0: you want, I'll call call my boy Corey. He's gay. I don't think you're his type, but you buy him like a steak dinner, he'll probably blow you. Thank you, oh, love it. Fuck. No, I'm just saying. Fuck the Penguins. I know. Get your
2: time set up. It's back to cold as ice over here, Barry. No, I told I don't, you.
0: But what did it stop? Before you fucking start taking a victory lap and getting winded halfway through, what did I fucking say? I said, I want Washington to win. But until they do, I have to go with what history has shown us.
2: And and I came back with, I got you, but that series took its toll on Penguins. I'm telling you, the Caps got it this time.
0: And they did. <laughs> no, I okay, listen to me. I absolutely agree. Okay, here's the thing. This is only the second time in the history of the Washington Capitals they've made it to the third round. Can you name the last time they made it to the third round?
1: Anybody? Bueller? I want to B- say
0: something late, late,
1: late 80s, early 90s area. Wrong. Wrong. Wrong.
0: 97-98. <laughs> Wrong. They made it to the finals against the Red Wings. And the survey says, eh. Okay, Capitals, if 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 they came to play and they came to win, as much as I've been in the corner of the fucking Knights, all season. Uh-oh. Man. Now I'm with you, man. Give me cash. I want to see, see Ovechkin win a cup. Mother, get your motherfucking movie check, Ovi. Get your motherfucking movie check. Aka. Yeah, dude.
1: I want to see him hoist a cup. Yeah. Fuck the Knights. They're their first season. They have to play more chances.
2: Guys, you do know the Caps are playing the Lightning, right?
0: Yes. Okay. I'm just saying in a perfect world. Look, this is... You don't understand. Anyone who's not... Who didn't listen to the Capitals broadcast does not understand. That overtime goal... The Capitals broadcaster said... The demons have been slayed. The penguins have been the capitals fucking Achilles tendon for, I don't know, what, the last ten years? I mean, oh, careful. it's... <laughs> the capitals are making rich
2: religious. That's <laughs> how far this has gotten.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I, hey, <laughs> hey. Mother, just because I don't believe in it don't mean I don't know about it. Come on now. <laughs> how can I dismiss it unless I know something about it? I'm not you. I don't dismiss shit out of hand. Like, it, it's what? easier that way. I never heard about that. That's it's easier bullshit. That way. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why I love doing a podcast with you. You come up in every other podcast we have as an example. <laughs> not me. So don't worry about it. You're there. I'm not worried. You're there. I'm not scared. <laughs> but no. no but doing, 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 that, that was the honest to God's truth. That. That call, and God damn it, I wish we could bring that call up. Chris, are you in studio? Are you in studio A? Nope, I am in Omaha. God fucking damn it. I wish we could bring up that fucking call because that call was... You know what that call was? That was, that was, that was 2004 Red Sox coming back against the Yankees. That's what that call was. Obviously not the long history, but it was... One organization going, we finally fucking did it, and I can only hope. Here's my, here's here's my, here's my worst fear, that they're either going to celebrate too hard with that victory and and put too much stock in that victory, excuse me, and not realize that they have to go through Tampa Bay and they still have to win the cup, which is why I do not like the way the new playoff system is set up. In a perfect world, Penguins Capitals would have been conference finals to go to the Stanley Cup. That would have been some fucking miracle movie shit right there, period. But because they got to fuck my sport up, they had to meet in the second round. So now they got to go against Tampa Bay, and I'm not even going to bother to fucking call that, because, yeah. which granted away, And now the counter, here come the caps, Kuznetsov gets loose, Evgeny coming down the middle, a shot, and it comes in over, he scores, he scores, Evgeny Kuznetsov wins it for Washington, it's off to the third round, the Demons have been exercised, good morning, good afternoon, to tampa bay the capitals have done it boom baby
1: that's a great call you, how can you
0: not get poked up by that
1: how like can you out, not
0: be poked
2: believe in miracles yes yes
1: <laughs> I, I, I brought my bracket up i'd like to point out I, I did pick the capitals to win it all but i had them playing boston in the finals this, all right, all right, all right, all right. Calm but, down. But, right. No, but this I I could see this being a seven game series. Easy. <sighs> I'm not because, even. Gonna, I'm because, not, I
0: can't. I can't. I can't speak on it, man. My heart wants one thing, but I'm afraid of another.
1: Because, well, because, Rich. Rich, I will I will play this card because we are all Red Wings fans here. How many times in the 90s or even in the in the 2000s did the Red Wings breathe through the first two rounds and then eat shit in the finals? Yeah, you have too to, much time off.
0: You have to understand the way they fucking did it was was different back then. It was one versus eight, two versus seven. They've completely restructured it. Basically, they want the rivalry games right up in the in the front of the fucking series. That's why in the second round you have the Penguins versus the Capitals. I like. Hold on, I. God damn it, I broke my own rule. All right, anyone who's listening who fucking wants to fucking take a shot at me, all, you know, ten of you who are listening who wants to take a shot at me, I, I let me find the final standing through this year. Used to be, ah, see, this is, everything's broke up into the new way of doing it. All right. Used to be by points. Okay, now it's, now it's by division. And that's what pisses me off. If we were looking at how it used to be, it would have been. I can't even. I can't even begin to fucking try to do this. <sighs> Sorry. Long story short, this is what I'm saying is this should have been a, this should have been a third round meeting, not a second round with Washington and the Penguins. But the way it's it's been artificially constructed now, they force these. Early round shits because they wanted they want to try to get what they have now. They have a number one seed versus a number one seed. Well, what's that really fucking mean? You have two number one seeds. You have artificially constructed number one seeds versus each other. No, what I want to know is one through eight in the East. see them that way. That way I can I know who the fuck was doing what. That's why Detroit lost like they did. You also notice once. They moved Detroit to the East, the Eastern Conference versus the Western Conference. After what, fifteen years, of us begging us, of begging the NHL to do it. Once Detroit was shit, they moved into the East.
1: Yeah. So, well, I was speaking more just to the the time off. That that's what got the Red Wings a lot. Yeah, back but back it was
0: the it was, it was, it was Tampa Bay one four one versus Boston. Washington one four two that's not really a whole lot of time off. There's a difference between sweeping your way through the first round, sweeping your way through the second round and then sitting on your ass waiting for your opponent who went to two seven you know seven game fucking series yeah, That's I that's that now, 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 if you want to say if you want to say that's what happened to the Detroit Tigers since two thousand and six to the, to to we just you know cashed in our chips and said. <laughs> We hope we can beat the Royals. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. That fucked that fucked the Tigers both times, two thousand six and two thousand twelve. They sat on their ass because they swept through the fucking the conference finals, the ALCS, waiting for to see who they're going to meet in the World Series. Momentum carried over, but baseball and hockey are two different are two different games. I mean, you got, I, in baseball if you got a hot pitcher. You don't want him to sit for three days waiting to for his next turn to pitch in hockey. Shit, you want to have a practice squad? The Red Wings practice against the, the Red Wings. That's what they do every day, waiting for their fucking their opponent. So you have an All Star squad versus an All Star squad. Pretty much, they're going to keep up on their on each other. I'm not really worried about that in hockey. Sorry, I didn't mean really to sit all over your point. My bad. <laughs> it's what we do here. Yeah, but I don't really do it to you that much. <laughs> and 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 I hope I did
1: it softly.
0: You know I don't what I'm saying? So like, Not
1: anymore. Like I'm... gently. <laughs> uh yeah, dude, by you offended my uh delicate sensibilities, Rich.
0: Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> when it came time to when it came time to pop your cherry, I was gentle cuz I knew you'd never been fucked like I'm gonna fuck you. So it's okay.
2: <laughs> Rich, you know where I'm going head with this. To the goalie. Murray, good goalie, great goalie. But he's not Flurry. Flurry's still in the fucking playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. And is yeah. the, the only Penguin who has much. a chance to still three-peat.
1: Yeah. Like, right it, now, it, it, I bet the GM of Pittsburgh is feeling like an idiot.
0: Let me tell you something. And this goes back to the fucking, the entire restructuring lockout of the mid-2000s. And I called it and I didn't have a podcast to do it. I just had my friends and they're not on this podcast. So you're just going to have to trust me. I said this, this is what happens with a salary cap. You're forced to cast off players and other times you would not. The golden Knights are a team of players that were cast off and that gives them the chip on their shoulder. But I think in my opinion One-third of that team wouldn't have been cast off if it wasn't for the salary cap. Salary cap has allowed Vegas to be as competitive and be as, dare I say it, dominant as they have been. We sit here tonight, okay, 2.04 a.m., 5th of May, and we don't know who Vegas' opponent is. Or the 10th of May, for those at home. When I say 5th of May, yeah.
1: (laughs) Rich is time-traveling, ladies and gentlemen. (sighs)
0: Sounds
1: like a motherfucker.
0: Out to my DeLorean. Yep, 88 miles per hour. This one passed me a taquito. But anyways, uh, yeah, I, that's what I meant to say. We don't know. It's It's, it's gone to game seven between Nashville and, and uh, Winnipeg. Yeah, what's up with that? Who called that? I call, I told you Winnipeg was a fucking... I, I said they could be dangerous. They're a young team. They're a fast team. They play the new style of NHL hockey that will excel. It's quick fast. It's not, it's not what we grew up with.
1: <sighs> See but I, To me, the youth I just, I, I'll admit it but to me, I thought the youth was a, a negative for Winnipeg. I thought they were first round fodder, quite honestly.
2: Well, I didn't think they stood a chance against Pecorino, but they're making him look like a fucking rookie.
0: No, I knew they were going to get past uh, Minnesota, but I, I didn't think it would go seven games with fucking Nashville. Nashville's showing me a, a a side of them that I didn't think existed. I mean, they're exploitable.
2: Hey, I got a chance to watch PK Zuba
0: Ooh, you man can he can shoot. He can shoot, you. Let me tell you something. I don't know if they still do it because I don't have uh, cable. They used to have a cable package where if you had, uh, like, NBC Sports and NHL Network and all that shit, they would show you an isolated camera on a certain player to where you could watch a whole game with a camera isolated on a certain player. Yes. That man is a bad, bad motherfucker. Okay? And he's like a
2: sniper from The Point, bro. I ain't even bullshitting you.
0: Yeah, yeah. That trade. From last season, starting to look hellacious, favorite in fucking Nashville's favor. You know what I'm saying? Like that's starting to lean way heavily over Nashville's favor.
2: Well, Rich, when we when we talk about hockey, we always try to talk about the old guard at some point. But PK Subban reminds me of the defenseman of the old guard. He's definitely somebody like a Lindstrom or a Stevens. Somebody out there, you're going to pass him a one-timer, and he's going to laser shot
0: it to where he wants it. Well, that's the thing. I, it, the quarterback on the power play in, in, in the NHL is your defenseman. And it's went from the, wow, this is getting really in some nerd X's and O's shit. It's went from the two defensemen playing along the, the blue line then you have your forwards. You have a roaming center. You have a a, a winger parked in front of uh, the goalie. And then you know what I'm saying. And then you cycle uh-huh. the puck until you get the good shot. You want a quarterback, A.K.A. one defenseman that can sit there and fucking and and, and play along the blue line and direct everybody. That's what that, that that is what is valued these days, and more so valued is a uh, right-handed shooting. Uh, left defenseman, because that, 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 that gives the, the uh, what do you call it? Um, what is it? Uh, metrics. In metrics, that gives the odds to the shooter instead of the goalie. Because most goalies are right handed. They have a blocker in their right hand, they have a stick in their left hand. So it's easier to go high side stick than it is go high side blocker. Right. You know. You know. Belfort was always like, hey, take a shot on my blocker side. I doubled it. I, I, I mean, on my glove side, yeah. You know what I'm saying, or vice versa. You know what I'm saying, yeah. So I don't know. All I know is my
2: style is strong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that these playoffs have given me faith that maybe the NHL can draw in some of those, you know, fringe fans. Unfortunately, because of the, m- my job, I can't watch the games live. I have to watch highlights. I can listen to them if I can find them on the radio, which is rough when your team isn't, when your local team isn't in the fucking playoffs. But sometimes it's, it's, I'm able to do it.
2: You live oh, in Hockey Town, USA. Come
0: on. Yeah. Uh, well, there was a story about how Las Vegas has been
1: renamed Hockey Town, USA. Yeah. Fucking whatever. One season, get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's your first season and everything and good on you. And, Way to prove your haters wrong for training away and all that good shit, but at the same time, it is your first it, season.
1: And if I as a Detroiter, I'm going to relinquish the hockey town title. It's going to be to somewhere like Montreal or fucking Boston. Like shut the fuck up. It's not going to well, be guys, Vegas.
0: Guys, you gotta remember uh, uh, a Canadian team has not won a
1: cup since '93. That's true. We're talking 25 years, and I would call so- Toronto a hockey town before I call Vegas a hockey town. Oh, boy. It's just is about any town in hockey. It's an original hockey. six. It's got the Hockey Hall of Fame. Now, uh, I'm just saying, you,
0: pissed, you just pissed off
1: a lot of people in Montreal. But I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, fuck them. Learn to speak English. And be pissed off me all you want. No, but, yeah, it's. It, I would pick an original six city over, like, yeah, it's cool you've had a nice first season in all Vegas, but come on now. Guys, I,
0: I, I think we shrug off what Vegas has done
1: at our own fucking, you know, danger here. Alright, wait, hold on though. That, Were you, finish Rich and then I, I, I had a thought in Vegas last week and I want to I want to bounce it off you guys. Finish your I'm thought, just,
0: Rich. I'm just saying this is a team of cast-offs with a coach that was a cast-off who's doing it and they're doing it and doing it and doing it well, you know what I'm saying? So, don't Now, now, don't I,
2: now Rich, I, I don't at uh, any point, just try to dismiss what Vegas has done. That's groundbreaking. That's holy shit. But to call yourself Hockey Town USA after your first
0: season—that's no, that's nonsense. That's marketing shit. That's Vegas being Vegas. Whatever. Just fucking move on. I don't even give a shit about that. All, all I'm saying is the
2: spirit of Detroit downtown, Hart Plaza, is looking at him like, "Bitch, please."
0: Look, here's- <laughs> If you want to, be, if you want to be brutally honest right now, yeah, compared to Detroit, they're hockey town right now as I speak. Because right now as I speak, Vegas with a twenty-four hour drinking law has more motherfuckers sitting in a bar with Golden Knights jerseys on talking about their chances of winning the Cup than there are. Red Wings fans, sitting in a fucking Coney Island, with Red Wings jerseys on, talking about, once we get through this rebuild, we're going to be a demon to deal with. Alright, but
2: we're like the musketeers that got disbanded. We still got our jerseys in the closet, they'll come out.
0: <laughs> we still got <laughs> the only reason Mine ain't on,
2: because I gained weight, but okay. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I got so mine in my closet I, too, shit.
1: So I had this thought last week in Vegas, guys, and it needs. I've probably done officially way too many podcasts with you, Man. Let's get out to tinfoil hats here. You think the fix was in in Vegas all year, so they didn't end up with maybe another Phoenix Coyotes? I mean, it is the home of organized gambling, sports betting. It's, it's just, you know, I, I hit some of that good Vegas weed last week. Just, it was a thought in my head for maybe five minutes. Like, uh, you think the NHL was like, this team has to do good this season. We we, we, no. we cannot abide another Phoenix Coyotes.
2: No, I, I'm almost sure that's not what happened. What I believe happened, and, it's, and Rich knows why I believe this, their goalie won the Stanley Cup last year. <laughs> so I, I am not shocked, not even a little bit, that the Vegas Knights are having the season they're having.
1: Yeah, but the goalie don't play offense. Doesn't have to.
2: He sparks the offense. By stopping the other team's offense, and if he does it well enough, and he has, your team will score and win.
1: He uh, not like I say. you do not put the puck in the net, man. But it like keeps there's shot. been plenty. But <laughs> it's just come as a on, man. You're being it's willfully just... obtuse. There have been plenty of games where a goalie has stood on his head and they've lost one nothing.
2: Oh hell no! Not no va- that's never happened. Fifty two shots, fifty one saves, motherfuckers. <laughs> Speaking of Balfour, of course, fifty-two shots. He saved fifty-one of them, and he
1: lost the fucking game. But you just made my point, man. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of like a pitcher getting. It's kind of like, oh, it's it's a it's a scenario we were familiar with here in Detroit when we had Justin Verlander. You know, it's kind of like Ver, Verlander, you know, pitching a fucking near perfect game and getting no run support. He can't do it all. No, you're yeah, right. It's kind of same with. It's the same with Flurry, Dude, you could save all the shots you want, but someone's got to go put the puck in the net at the other end of the ice.
2: Right, and Rich will tell you, Vegas Knights have a great team. They really do. A lot of the cast-offs is because of the salary caps, teams that are restructuring, Uh, like with Detroit, with the trade that they made with Detroit. It was a salary cap move. And on top of that, that that,
0: they were like, that's a luxury move on our part, give us tartar sauce. We don't need them, but we'll take them, and, and we have the room for them. Right. So yeah. you have
2: a Stanley Cup winning goalie and firepower on the offense. Uh, I, no, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised at their season, but I'm extremely shocked that they got the camaraderie and and you know, they just melded so quickly that they can,
0: you know, have the season they're having. Well, I mean, but God, once again, this is what the NHL wanted. Period. And when I when I when I feel the NHL, when I feel Batman does shit wrong, I man, I'm the first one to fucking kick fuck him in a shit pussy all day long. I don't feel they did this wrong. I don't. Feel, I'm yeah. sorry, Chris. I'm not with you. I don't feel like the, the fix is in. I feel this is a perfect storm of. This is what they wanted to do with these expansion teams. And after the mid-2000 lockouts, they finally got the, the end result of what they were trying to do. It took them 14 years, but they finally have it. Yeah, now, but I does think that-
2: when they named the team, the expansion team going to Vegas, we were all like, seriously? In the middle of the fucking desert?
0: No, I actually, uh, Chris and I were still... We had just started this show. And I was like, I can't wait for the thirty for thirty for the first season of that shit. <laughs> Not and that's gonna be some. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, the hookers that must be flowing through that team, shit. Um, the the coke that must be going. Uh, you know what? Let me stop because that's. I'm starting to starting to get in territory that might be actionable. My bad. I'm just. <laughs> No, I look, this is this is this is as fucked as hard as it is for me to say this. This is only good for hockey. Okay. And if you want me to fucking tell you how I really feel, now that Washington's in the third round, I want Washington to go in and I want Washington to absolutely shit on the Lightning. I want to sweep I want Iserman thinking, what the fuck am I doing in Tampa Bay when I could go back home to Detroit as a GM? That's what I want at the Eastern Conference. At the Western Conference. I want absolute golden knight domination. And that, then I want Capitals and Knights in the finals. And I want the Capitals to absolutely fucking dismantle the Knights. No, that's not that's not true. I want a seven game series that goes I knew it was seven game series. <laughs> In the overtime, in the over, well, because I'm sorry, I just got so excited about the Capitals dismantling Tampa Bay, and maybe, maybe Steve Yazierman coming back home. That I just, you know, got a little too excited, forgot forgot where I was. No, well, but I, I want a, I want a seven game series. You know what I want? I want. I'm calling into work because I have to watch Game Seven. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to lose a day's pay. Because I need to see Game 7. That's what I want. And what more can you ask for as a fan of a sport? Guys, as much as I shit on the NHL, as much as I shit on the NHL during this segment, they've done something right to end up where they're at. Whether they fumbled into it and just kind of like, here we are, or they fucking planned it out. It doesn't matter at this point. Results dictate How long people are
2: going to be in power. Chris, if the fix was in for the NHL and the Golden Knights,
0: then the fix was in. Why are you even entertaining that? Why are you even entertaining it? Fuck you, Chris, for bringing that up, first of all. Why are you even entertaining? You knew he would take the bait. That's why you brought it up, motherfucker. (sighs) Okay, go ahead, my bad. I'm done. Go ahead. (laughs) Then the fix was in in the Super Bowl.
2: Patriots were going to come all the way back. Had to be dramatic.
1: Yeah, but the thing—the thing is the, the to your argument there, Iceman, The the NFL is not in financial peril. The NFL doesn't have a Phoenix Coyotes. There is no team that the NFL is has in receivership and has had to take ownership because they are just a financial fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. Like that—that that, it, it was a fleeting thought. It was just like you know, just said you know, a couple drinks, Vegas, weed. is like. You know, just the NHL. Like eh, we can't have another Coyotes. You know, these, this team's got to be successful this season. It's just a thought. It was fleeting. But you know, but I'll, I'll devil's advocate to my own argument. You know, how many fucking people you'd have to have in on that. Someone would have. Someone would have said something by now. Someone would have said there was a secret meeting with Gary Bettman and our coach and you know, shit was laid down and this has to happen and you're going to play the Knights four times a season and you're going to, you know, you're going to win one of them and you're going to lose the other three. Like, yeah, it would go too deep. Yeah, it really would. All right,
0: so off the NHL. Is there anything to talk about with baseball that you guys want to
1: talk about? The only thing Sorry. we really touched on was go ahead. the, the Stanton, yeah, the Stanton haters probably shutting the fuck up right about now. Second day Oh yeah. Yeah, other people a couple of weeks ago that were questioning the Yankees moves are probably, you know, pinstripe bukkake at this point. Uh, right. So in other words,
0: every fucking Yankees fan ever. Front running douchebags. Yeah. Because the right he movie quote here two is all
1: runs last night. The, the, the
2: right movie quote here is name a park that that wouldn't be out of Yellowstone
0: Yellowstone <laughs> <laughs> well I mean at, at, at the risk of getting all Todd on you no that was a line drive that, that went out the the, the Stanton home run I saw that went out under two seconds that was a straight up high line drive that went out so there you go I Todd you're welcome I got your fucking know it allness into the podcast somehow
1: so. Hey, left the park. It left the park. Bottom line. No, I'm <laughs> right there with it, it. It still counts in this HR category. Yeah, oh, I'm Dad, right there, man. But I mean, that's probably the biggest. Uh, yeah. I mean, Rich, you are probably the the most entrenched in baseball in this podcast. Is it? That's probably the biggest story in baseball right now. Is his bat's finally heating up? Well, I mean, you had a no hitter thrown by a Canadian.
0: Oh, he's he playing for Seattle, but he threw it in Canada.
1: That also happened last night. Yeah, so, I mean,
0: yay! Oh,
1: Canada! Yeah, I mean, there we go. The, the Tigers couldn't even put together a win against the Rangers. Oh boy. Yeah. So, oh, boy. Fucking Tigers. The Tigers are who... They're who we fucking thought they were! Yes, thank okay. you.
0: That, that team... That team is kind of weird. They play better at home but only marginally. And there's no, I've seen no consistency. The bullpen players, the bullpen pitchers who should be like Shane Green. Okay. Shane Green doesn't give up runs. He comes in in relief like a week ago. He gives up two home runs. What the fuck? What's going on there? And if you listen to Gardenhire talk, he's like, I don't know either. I mean, I, you know, I almost wish Gardenhire would come out and go, this is the team I'm giving. It's all I can do,
1: Gardenhire. Like, listen, I'm just coasting till retirement. You know, they said they were going to pay me. I get to manage a baseball team. What do you want?
0: Yeah, when Gardenhire was in was was in Minnesota, he had Rick Knapp, who at one point was one of the best pitching coaches in the league. Produced Lariano, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I, produced fodder for the rest of the fucking wealthy ML, MLB teams. From that pitching rotation. You don't have that now. Now you're, you're relying on a bullpen with green and, and, and I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who else is their fucking go-to guy that, that won't give up at least a run or two? I'm what? Work- go ahead. I'll wait.
1: I can't even name you anybody else in the
0: bullpen. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> We're back to here in Detroit. Nat Goodrum, because he's got a unique name, is now becoming people's favorite player. Like when Nook Logan in two thousand five became people's favorite player because he had a unique name. It's over in Detroit. Enjoy your fucking sub five hundred season. Yep, End of it's, story.
1: It's we're back to the we're back to Travis Fryman, Bill Gullickson, fucking Bobby Higginson. Yeah. Oh dude, I fun. love Bobby. Stay off that. Fucker had a cannon for him. No, year. but 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 we're heading for that era and you know it. We're we're heading for another era like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a
0: rough half a decade. Shit. That's I I think you're being uh pretty hopeful to think it's only gonna last five years.
1: And we're and we're a month in. I'll say it again, I'll pose this question. I think we posed it at the beginning of the season, we probably posed it at the end of last season. I think Miguel Cabrera ends his season in a Tigers uniform?
0: Yeah, Only of his contract.
2: Yep. Nobody wants to take him on now, not that contract.
0: Not unless Detroit says, fuck it, and eats a lot of that contract and is willing to send him someplace else.
1: Follow-up yeah. question, then. This is his last contract.
0: I'd have to imagine, yeah. Where's the power? Yeah. As much as you're paying him, he's a good hitter. But he's not a power hitter.
1: Not anymore. But yeah, he's fucking, what, 34? Dang. Sh- I- Man, I get it. But
0: it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Can we get some steroids in this motherfucker? We put it in his Jack Daniels.
1: Like, yeah, I was seriously. gonna say you gotta you to mix. I was gonna say you gotta mix it in with the booze.
0: <laughs> I mean that's 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 and you know look I don't here's the deal I don't put know it, shit.
1: Put it in some strange pussy he'll find it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about his personal life. I have no idea. I'm not claiming to. But all I know is that he's playing He's playing like he's drinking again. And it's like, dude, look, yeah, it's nice you come out and you put, put the ball in play and you get on base safely. That's not what they pay you for. And your contract ain't worth a single double hitter. You got to put that bitch in the stands. And you have to do it consistently. That's what that contract was. And that contract, honestly, that contract was Mr. I going, by the time... That contract becomes an albatross around this this franchise's neck. We'll have won one or two World Series. Unfortunately, we didn't. And really, the most interesting thing, I think, to come out of this early season that I've heard, as far as the Tigers, is a quote from Max Scherzer saying the 2013 Tigers was the best squad he ever played on. And that was, I think, I, it was 2013, 2014, the one where... Uh, Torrey Hunter went over the wall trying to get the home run in the playoffs against the Big poppy. That was 13, wasn't it? 13? Okay. He said that was the best baseball squad he's ever he's ever been a part of. And that has to tell you everything. Then, yeah, it was 13 because the next year, here comes awesomeness. <laughs> Aw- yeah. What, what's your man's real experience? Uh, uh, I managed Israel in the, in the World Baseball Classic. Israel has a fucking team in a World Baseball Classic?
1: I managed a Taco Bell when I was 18.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I managed to Popeye's and I still won't give you more than two fucking Mardi Gras mustards no matter how many chicken tenders you order. Do you know how but, expensive those pictures are? I don't know. Send them to me and I'll find out. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and, uh, to revisit
2: the, the story we started with, Did you happen to see see, uh, Matt Patricia's statement about it?
1: Yeah, it was in the article I sent you. Here, I'll find it. I'll I'll read it.
2: Well, the four-letter network just broadcasted it and just said that he was accused and just everything the article said. That the management didn't know about the accusation, but they're a thousand percent behind him and in no way would have changed their mind. Yada, yada, yada.
1: I'm trying to get his... My phone's being stupid, so i to bring it up on the desktop here. I'm just I'm trying to get that article so, so I can you read getting, his what, statement.
2: What
0: are, you, what are you getting there, Ice?
2: Well, the statement is on my TV. It says, as someone who was falsely accused of this ser- very serious charge over 22 years ago and never given the opportunity to defend myself and clear my name, I find it incredibly unfair, disappointing, and frustrating that this story would now resurface uh, Keep with, going. The on, with the only purpose being to damage my character and reputation. I firmly maintain my innocence as I have
1: always done. Well, you don't need to, you, you weren't convicted. This, why does he have to make a retarded statement like that? Like you, because you shouldn't have to exactly, maintain innocence. In you weren't convicted. You are innocent.
2: Well, it's exactly what I said with the only purpose being to damage my character and reputation. Can, people need to be very careful about this. Okay, he it was an allegation, it was alleged, it never tried, all of that, she went away. So, this is nothing. And, Rich, if you're right, and somebody tries to take with this and run with it, and this is a big story that we're talking about next week, somebody's getting sued. i That's what I read from Matt's statement with the only purpose being to damage my character and reputation. that—that
1: that, you know, I I That's
2: a warning shot going, leave this the fuck alone, yo.
1: You guys got to follow me here, because I will say maybe a glimpse of hope for Matt Patricia. I'll give you one name, Ezekiel Elliott. Now, while the commish did come down and play Judge Dredd, and he was law and got suspended for six games, he kind of public he was kind of public scrutiny. He didn't get so much of it because I I, I, I I would like to think it's because he wasn't convicted of anything. He was accused, yes, but he wasn't convicted. but you know, but he's uh, I'll, fine. I'll play the card. He's a black guy. Patricia's a white guy, so it, it may. so it may play out differently as as much as it fucks me up to say this,
0: man. I think once you get this deep down the rabbit hole of me too and 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 you know, never again and all this bullshit. I think race, it while it it does play a factor, it is severely lessened because ultimately you're a man and you're a man who's been accused of something. Now, I'm not. But I'm not saying that the, race doesn't play a factor, but I think it's been yeah. lessened to a certain. Yeah, point. I
2: think the sexuality of it's worse than the race because Bill Cosby got went you know, got in trouble the same as Harvey
0: Weinstein. It took two tries to get Cosby. And yeah. I'm going to tell you what I have but two and I have, you, I have wanna... quite a few, I have quite a few friends who are black who still say he was set up and are never, they say the word, I will never believe Bill Cosby did this. And oh. when I hear the word never, when it comes to something that new information may come to light, and they say, doesn't matter, I'll never believe it, that's where the conversation ends with me. Yeah, You're but a true believer. With somebody like Bill Cosby,
2: the Rich, you got to understand, you grew up with, with you know, Mr. pop The man did a whole comedy stand-up, has everybody who's ever watched it die laughing, and he cursed one time when he was talking to, or he, he didn't, yeah, he cursed one time when he was, Talking about who is dad. No, nah, dad.
0: My name ain't goddamn it. My name's Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey,
1: I know. He also said he said asshole when he's talking about. They say cocaine intensifies your personality. I said yes, but what if you're an asshole?
0: Yeah. Right. Look, dude, I don't care. I don't care if I don't care if he cussed. I mean, I understand that means something to some people. No. But those, no are I, I those are simple. Those.
2: Who he is, the the character he developed. The, uh, people that have known, like I said, Bill Cosby himself.
0: because motherfucker? Why are we talking about Bill Cosby at the end of Sporgy? This yeah, is no the way. shit that kills me.
2: This because, is the shit that. Uh, because when you look go at, ahead. It, okay, when you look at Bill Cosby, he's that that makes you feel good type of thing, and then to hear that he, knocked women out with drugs and raped them, no fucking way. But now you got Matt Patricia, who who comes from the king of scandals in the, in the National Football League. There, there's got to become a scandal gate over in, in New England because there's been everything else. Deflate gate, spy gate, just who wants a gate, open a gate, close gate. It don't matter. And that's where he's coming from. And now he's the one that got accused of it. So is this touching gate? What is this? And now, I don't know, if, man. If, anybody, if anybody's going to take it and run... That's where they're going to go for
0: him. Look, dude. And he's not even again, close to
2: the character of Bill Cosby.
0: Once again, we're sitting here, and we're pissing into a fucking ceiling fan. We won't know until next week. Next week will be episode 100. Who the fuck knows? Maybe episode 100 is the Matt Patricia touchgate. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But right now, there's really no point... We've already fucking run up and down the carpet till it's bare wood underneath about it at the beginning of the show. So, for right now, let's just go into the plugs. How you doing, Chris? That's your fucking... No, I was just
1: gonna say, it's, it's, we'll, we'll catch up on this next week. So thanks for listening. If you are new, welcome. If you are returning, thanks for listening. Thanks for telling somebody. You can hit us up on Twitter at your podcast. Email the show at at ChristopherMedia.net and check out all the other podcasts because media.net check out Under Regimented me and Rich do it every Thursday talk about shit other than sports baby you know you want to hear us get into the other stuff check that shit out but thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week
0: alright later guys peace out if you like this show please tell a friend